there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on GSIN. Points Bet Sports Books giving you more live betting than ever before. Don't just bet the game, download the app. With Points Bet, you get more live betting, more live bet types, more live cash outs, and more ways to live your bet life. Download the app now and use the code VSIN2K. Get two risk free bets up to $2,000. What a promotion. Beeson 2K must be 21. All right, we have so much to unpack with Michael Lombardi, longtime NFL executive, Beeson host, catch his show, Lombardi Line, weekdays, uh, every single day, right here on Beeson. Michael, let's begin with the positive first because there's so much to get into from the weekend. But you've watched a lot of football over many, many years of uh, you know, taking in the NFL. Where would you personally rank that KC Buffalo game from last night? I mean, it's up there. I mean, I, and I'm working on a book about the Hall of Fame and have spent a lot of time watching the 58th uh, Colts Giants game that went to overtime, where United led the drive at the end of the game in Yankee Stadium. Certainly, this is one of those where it's just there's so much at stake. It's a back and forth, and just when you think that the game's over, it's not. I, I mean, it's got to be in the top five of all time games. I mean, I can't <laughs> imagine. You know, I was involved with the Super Bowl that Malcolm Butler intercepted that pass at the end of the game, and, and that certainly will always rank as, as one of the greatest memories in my career. But this game, not being a part of it, but the unprobability of being able to come back with 13 seconds to go on the clock and send the game in overtime is just, to me, staggering. 31 points after the two-minute warning. <laughs> I mean, come on. That, that absolute lunacy. Go ahead. You tweeted about it. You've been all over it in several games. Tell us about the the decision not to go squib kick in any of these games. Well, you know, one of my pet peeves, and I wrote about it in Gridiron Genius, is we always look at the play clock as time. And if you're really a true NFL head coach, and I'm not sure there's very many of them anymore, but if you're a true NFL head coach, you, you only see the amount of plays left in the game. So you always would take six and divide it into the number. So if you're Sean McDermott, you're standing on the sideline, you just scored, 
and now you're winning the game. You've got 13 seconds left to go. To me, at that point, you now you now go into full game operation mode. So you know that if you squib that kick, make sure the kick goes, stays in bounds, knock it down the middle of the field, get it to bounce a few times, uh, and then they field it, that probably is going to take five to six seconds off. So now we're down to, let's say we're down to seven seconds. Okay? Mm-hmm. That means they basically have just two plays to get the ball because they have a timeout remaining. They, they, they have one. So, you know, so you do that, and, and now you've taken a play away from them. Whereas if you kick it through the end zone, they potentially have three plays, which essentially is what they got. Yes. And to me, that was the first mistake. The second mistake was, like, are we just going to let these guys run off the line of scrimmage without jamming them? Now, a lot of people have commented on, hey, why don't you just tackle Kelsey, you know, before he comes off the line? It reduces the clock and the game can't end on defensive penalty, but they'll have no time to actually kick the field goal. You know, that, that makes a lot of sense, too. you got to rehearse it. But to me, I would rather kick the ball off, make them field it, get the ball back and then reroute the receivers and make sure nobody gets down the field. So the timing of the play, Mahomes can't really have to throw. He can't throw the ball quickly. Again, the clock continues to run and it takes away the chance to add that other play. When you disrupt the timing of the play, you disrupt their opportunity to get another play. I mean, when I was growing up, the two minute drill was a big deal, right? And like, I I can always remember like in the eighties, uh Oh, the Broncos got the ball, and John Elway, he's got two minutes and a couple of timeouts. Like, oh, my God, is he, can he, does he have enough time here? Michael, 13 seconds. They, they, that's too much time now in, in 2022. For, that's insane. Well, it is because you managed the game wrong. Yep. It's not too much time. I mean, you, you put that ball out there. I mean, Sean McDermott will never forgive himself for this. I mean, he, he's going to have to live with this for the rest of his life. 13, that 13 number is going to haunt him forever. I mean, it just is. You know, Kansas City, you know, Kansas City had – had three timeouts left going into the drive, right? And so you knew that it, it, they had a chance to stop the clock every single time. So that was the one positive they had, but they kick it through the end zone. He called timeout but right before they started the drive. What did they talk about in the huddle? He called timeout wow. after the 19-yard pass to Travis Kelsey. He called timeout. You know, he called it after Kansas City called their timeout so he could set his mm. defense. What did they talk about? Mm. Like, yeah. seriously, I, I, I just think to me, this is a situational element. We saw it all through the weekend. I mean, there was some bad coaching, in all fairness, that, that was going on in terms of situational football that I think that's going to be regretted for a long, long time. Yeah. And the and the early game Sunday, McVay, I don't know what he was doing with the play calling, keeping Akers in there. But how about with the Tampa Bay side of things then? They come all the way back. They rally to tie it. Same thing happens. You give them time. How is cup wide open? And then they it's not communicated properly that, that they were going to blitz, so not everyone heard the call. You know, it's funny. In basketball, you always see the college basketball coaches or the NBA guys, they go over the situation pretty much on the bench. They draw it up, right? In football, you don't see that. I mean, you know, there's 42 seconds left to go in the Rams game, right? They kick off. Of course, of course Arians kicks it through the end zone. Like, seriously, they don't have a great return team. And so the first play, they start off at the 25 with 42 seconds. That drive should have started off at 35 seconds or 36 seconds. They sacked Stafford on the first play. They used their last time out. Now, the next two plays, just think about how bizarre this is. The next two plays, Cooper Cup, one of the best receivers in the league, gets 64 yards on two plays. 
Nobody, we don't jam him at the line. We let him run off. The defensive back slips on one of the play, and he gets out of bounds. And then they say they didn't communicate the zero blitz coverage. Like, why are we zero blitzing? Like, why are we doing that? So he goes for 44 yards. Like, if we're going to do something, why don't we just have a plan? So Arian should have walked over to Todd Bowles and said, Todd, here's what I want to do. He first should have walked to a special teams coach and said, I want to squib kick the ball. I want it inbounds. Then he tells Bowles, here's what I want to do. Here's how I want to play the situation. But what does he do? Mm-hmm. He lets Bowles do it. And then they don't communicate it. And then after the game, he said, well, we had a communication problem. Yeah. Well, if you're, go- if you're going to carry the head coach to your name, don't you, aren't you in charge of that? Basketball coaches do it all the time. Football coaches now have the easy way out. They don't manage the game at all. And, and McVay's just as bad as, as Arians. I mean, you look at that possession chart in that game. I mean, in the second half on some, I mean, it, we talked about how fun the games were this weekend. I mean, both teams had 15 possessions, you know, and, and the Rams in the second half, and the Rams in the second half, they went punt, touchdown, fumble, punt, fumble, missed field goal, punt, fumble i mean can you get any worse than that yes well said how about your boy hockey how about the Weddle play oh i don't understand that play because they said it was after the play which it clearly wasn't and my question to both you guys isn't roughing the passer after the play yes so you can people say the ball's in the air no i mean if you hit that quarterback and and on a swing pass, and the guy drops it, and you hit him late. You're gonna get you're gonna get a call. I mean, like like it made no sense. Now he only called eight penalties. He did not lead the weekend in penalties called. The most penalties calls was, was up in Green Bay. You know, in the cold, they had ten penalties called in that game. Most of this weekend, we let them play. There's no doubt we let them play. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it is, calling the personal foul on Brady. I mean, seriously. Oh. I think he just wanted to be able to say to all his buddies 40 years from now that, hey, I got Brady as first personal foul penalty uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, ever. Right, right. I, sorry, it also appears they stopped calling the false starts. Oh, my God. I mean, it was all over this weekend. <laughs> Those Saturday it's, games. I mean, yeah. the, the Bengals were, were false starting left and right. Yeah. I mean, for the Bengals to win that game, giving up nine sacks, is just the most amazing thing. Like, I was less impressed with the Bengals after that game that I give them credit for winning, but how they won. I mean, it was truly a game that Tennessee lost. I mean, we talked about this for we got third and one with the Tennessee Titans and we live and die with our short yardage package and we're running out of shotgun. Are you kidding me? Oh. I was going berserk when I saw the formation, <laughs> they lost the game right there. Yeah. They lose the game right there. All they got to do is get one first down there and the game's going to, and they're going to win the game. And instead they can't. And, and I mean, I don't know if it would have been a better game, Tennessee, Cincinnati, uh, I mean, or, or against Kansas City. But but to me, Vrabel's going to be living with that call and living with that scenario the entire offseason. These yes. games, one thing, they're going to give a lot of these, the four coaches that lost, they're going to give a modula for the rest of the year. No question. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Right? I mean, we made such a big deal out of Derrick Henry coming back. And by the way, form, how about you read the room? Foreman's having a good game. Sure. And then you have both those huge backs and you go – Shotgun on third and one, and you keep, do the quarterbacks, you know, keeper. It's horrible. You got an athletic quarterback who can sneak the ball for a first down. Yeah. I would just yell, just sneak it. Let's get the first down, keep the clock running, and let's go on with life. Like, seriously, you know, you got a chance to win this game. And I really thought the Titans were the better. I like two plays this weekend. I like the Titans, and I like the over in the Buffalo, in the Buffalo KC game. And I'm sitting there rooting for Tennessee. 
And, and, I, and I just didn't understand it. I mean, I just for Mike Brable being as good as he was in game management all season long, to have that blunder. And then Tannehill. I mean, like seriously, the first play of the game, you're going to throw an interception. Oh, I know. practice the first play of the yeah. game yeah. 15 times during the week. They, they didn't run a coverage you didn't know. Then you throw an interception on us. All you got to do is get the ball around Hilton. He's a five, nine corner. Just get it around him, And you throw it right into his hands, you know? And then of course the last interception, I thought it was, I, I thought you could have easily called it a pass interference, but in spite of that, right. I mean, like you throw the ball into that coverage. All you want to do is get the game in overtime at that point. I mean, they got a field goal kicker that can make it. I say this too, about the weekend guys. One thing I would say, you know, field goal kickers matter more than ever. Yep. These guys, I mean, these guys are incredible. Yep. And what they were able to do, yep. it's, if you don't have a great one, you're not going to win these games. Yep. Don't disagree with that at all. Uh, Michael, hang tight. You can stick around for one more segment. we got to get your thoughts on the Packers' loss, what happens next with Aaron Rodgers, if you have any opinion on that, and then early thoughts on these point spreads and totals on Championship Sunday coming up this weekend as we continue here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There's CityCasts now in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. As we roll on here with Michael Lombardi, what a weekend of football it was. Okay, so then overall, Michael, your thoughts on what took place at Lambeau Field as they lose again at home in the playoffs, back-to-back-to-back years, 13-3, and can't make one Super Bowl. What do you think happens with Aaron Rodgers moving forward? 
you know, I think he, he said it all. I don't want to be part of a rebuild, and we know that they have severe cap issues heading into the season and the off season. You know, and I don't think he's going to want to be a be away from Devontae Adams. I think one thing you can see from watching the tape of that game is, and you can see it from Brady, and I tweeted it out, and people just don't understand it. There is a sense of trust that quarterbacks have to have with who they play with. And when you watch the last throw that Aaron Rodgers made in his maybe Green Bay Packer career, when he throws it into almost double coverage uh, to Devontae Adams down the field on third and 11, he, he's got Lassard wide open coming inside, oh, yeah. but he didn't trust him. Yeah. He didn't trust him. And, and because he got hit so much and because his confidence in the offense was so bad, he didn't trust anybody. And it's the same thing with Brady. Like people say, well, he has Evans and Gronk. I don't think he really trusts Evans all the time. Like, I think he gets frustrated. Like, I think he trusts Godwin. That's why Godwin was always the guy. And I think these older quarterbacks, they, they have a sense that they can only trust so many guys. And I thought we saw that in Green Bay on, on Saturday night. And as the future, I mean, it's really uncertain. I mean, this will be the second year in a row that, that LaFleur, who some people actually think, I mean, pro football focus has LaFleur as the best coach in the league. I think they might want to reevaluate that. Of course, they might want to reevaluate a lot of things they do. But the reality of it is, is, is this will be the second year in a row LaFleur is going to fire a coordinator after horrendous performance in a playoff game. Last year, he fired Pet. Now, he's on the headset with the, these coaches, but obviously he's not a head coach. He's just a coach because we removed head from his title. So, therefore, he is going, you know, he listened to the, the zero blitz call that gave up the touchdown at the end of the first half to the Bucks two years ago. He listened to the, to the punt protection calls. He watched punt protection, I would assume, during the week in practice. He watched field goal protection, I would assume, during the week in practice, yet he could never get it fixed through the entire season. Like, how could you actually vote for him to be head coach of the year when head coach of the year means you've improved in all three phases of your team, not you called a good game? And I think what happened to the Packers is exactly what we've been saying on my show and my podcast is at some point, the kicking game is going to bite you. At yep. some point, you're so bad in the kicking game, it's going to bite you. Yep. And it did. here's the thing that we didn't talk about on Sunday during that game. They were not trying to block the kick. They weren't trying to block it. They, Willis just rushed, and he pushed the guy back, and he blocked it. It was fortuitous. It was serendipitous. They didn't try to block it. They didn't say, okay, we're going to block. Kyle Shanahan was as surprised as all three of us were when they had a touchdown off the block. Actually, that's a great observation. Yep. Just put the pop. Yep. Yep. How, yep. About, how about 10 guys on the field for the game winner? Well, I mean, he's on the headset. Yep. I mean, you want him coaching. He's the best coach of the year, according to people. Like, seriously. Like, let's watch him coach this Packer team next year when, when Rodgers isn't there. Oh, Michael, I got news for you. Like, uh, yeah. Matt LaFleur is going to get totally exposed when Rodgers leaves. We, we all know that as a betting network. The mainstream media won't accept that. Pro Football Focus thinks he's the best coach in the league. Had Belichick as the sixth best coach. Seriously. Like, I, I, like, Put them both in a room and start interviewing them. You tell me who the best coach is. They have Brennan Staley is one of the greatest coaches of all time because he goes for it on fourth down. When yesterday, when Bruce Arians went for it on four, uh, went went kicked the field goal, it was the reason why he was able to almost get the game into overtime because he took the points. Mike Vrabel goes for two. I don't know if that was a great idea, but had he had that one point, assuming he makes it, he would have been in better position. Look, I was all for what McDermott was doing early and going for it. You're going to play Kansas City. You got to take some chances. Yep. Yep. But you can't turn yeah. down points. Yeah. Paul, the money, Paulie and Mitch Visa and the Sports Betting Network, the great Michael Lombardi, our guest. What do you think Sunday now? Who's going to meet in the Super Bowl? I, 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 you know, I had Kansas City as one of my teams. I can't see. 
Look, I, I think it's a wonderful story. Zach Taylor and his band of brothers of the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrows. But that protection schemes that they're running, getting sacked nine times, mm. I've never seen it. The one thing I learned in my, in my life today after Saturday's games were three turnovers are greater than nine sacks. And Tannehill really just basically, he's going to have to spend the whole, I mean, he turned the ball over, which yeah. cost him the game. They had no reason losing that game. They, they were the better team. Since he was the one team that wasn't the better team that won. You could argue Buffalo should have won. You could argue Kansas City should have won. You know, you could argue maybe Green Bay's better. But to me, I think Cincinnati was very lucky. I mean, I know they beat Kansas City earlier in the year because of the great Jamar Chase throwing the ball up the field. They're already a seven-point dog. I think it goes through seven. It'll get to seven and a half fairly soon. It opened in some shops at six and a half. Uh I think the way San Francisco's playing defense right now, I think they're going to be hard to play. I mean, they really confused Rodgers in the game. They disguised the coverage really well. They made him not trust what he was seeing, which caused a lot of conflict. And I think that San Francisco will take advantage of it. I think they'll do a good job offensively as long as they don't turn the ball over. So I think it could be we could be headed to a Super Bowl rematch in San Francisco, Kansas City, the way I see it. That would be something. Uh, what are you hearing? We still don't have a, a new coach with all these jobs. I mean, last week it was all the Harbaugh steam out here. Now you're hearing McDaniels to the Raiders. Who's going to take some of these jobs? I think the Raiders probably will make a decision by the end of the week. I would assume the Raiders would like to pair a general manager and a head coach together, which is why you're probably not knowing who the favorite is because there's a lot of backroom stuff going on. You know, I thought Dan, I thought Dan Quinn was a lock to get the Denver job. I don't know if they, they felt that way after the, they interviewed 10 people. I don't know if they felt that way after that. I know they really liked Kevin O'Connell, the Rams offensive coordinator in Denver after the interview. So I think he probably will get a second look. I think George Payton loves Dan Quinn. I don't know where Dan Quinn's going to end up. I think in New York, it could be Brian Flores. Now that Brian Dayball's available to hire, I think he'll be out there. And, and, and a lot of these teams are looking for, they're not looking for head coaches, guys. They're looking for a guy to come in and be part of the organization. We have lost, we have devalued the head coaching position in the National Football League tremendously. And we saw it on Sunday. We saw it on Sunday. Some of the decisions that were made, we're removing it. We're no longer running the entire game. They're running pieces of the game. And I think it hurts the game, but this is what the NFL wants. They want to devalue the position, make it into subcontractors, and so that they run one side of the ball. And guys are looking at their play sheet as opposed to really understanding what's going on in the game. And that's why I don't think there's a, a clear front runner in terms of getting these jobs. Yep. Jacksonville, maybe it'll be Leftwich down there. I mean, I, I know they like Leftwich. I know they like Matt Lieberfus. He's up for two jobs. I mean, how about this? Jacksonville, they fired Nathaniel Hackett mid- midway through the season because they thought he was killing Blake Bortles. Now they're interviewing for a head coaching job. They watched Matt Eberflus's defense in the last game of the year, which he couldn't stop. He couldn't stop the Jacksonville Jaguars from moving the ball all year. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now they, want to, now they want to hire him as the head coach. Like, how does this make any sense to anyone? <laughs> well, I mean, and, and to your point, Michael, I mean, this weekend was just an epic weekend because it was so dramatic and all these uh, you know crazy finishes at the gun. But to your point... We had a lot of bad coaching from like the very first game on Saturday all the way through like at least the end of the Rams Buccaneers game yesterday and the McDermott stuff by not squib kicking. There was a lot of things you can go back and find like, yeah, super entertaining, but the coaching stunk. It was horrible. And I mean, the defensive, I mean, look, I know Allen played great and I know Mahomes is great, but the receivers were wide open. Like, where was the defense? Like, where was the defense? And, like, seriously, like, aren't we going to stop somebody? Aren't we going to take the guy out of the game? 
Force the ball. How does Cooper Cup get 64 yards yeah. on the last drive of the game? I mean, like, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. That's not strategic. That's not tactical. That's just, okay, let's play. And I think we're missing that element. And I think we see it more in basketball. We've, basketball coaches make you play left-handed. That's how they coach the game. I mean, the football, we're just running our schemes. And I, I think we're getting cheated as fans. It's entertaining. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I love yeah. the games. But to me, like when, when Cooper Cup, the, you know, I want to stop the guy that I have to stop. I don't want to get beat by Cooper Cup. If, if Beckham beats me or Higby beats me, okay, life goes on. But when I have to go home for the end of the year and knowing that the guy that I didn't want to beat me beat me, to me, it makes no sense. Spot on. And you can catch the Lombardi line today and every weekday at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, right here on VEASAN. Uh, Michael, thanks so much for the time today. Awesome. Have a great week. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you. A-plus. Yeah. Amazing. So good. Yep. Uh, the, yeah. The, the, that, that was interesting. Because I, I know it was the second quarter, and you can't do shoulda, woulda, coulda. That was weird going. I know because of the penalty, but you can't assume they're going to make the extra point. But Tennessee going for two there. I mean, what's the difference going up one or two? Right. But how, now people want to point to that, how it played out. But that was bizarre, mm-hmm. how it worked out. You, just, you, you think it's a gift at the one-yard line, and Henry's short. Of course, there. right. And he never extended the, the football. Yeah, right. He just but goes, you think he it was stealing. Like this. It should have been stealing. It was it a free. He saw it as a free point, right. which I did too. But they blew it. But as again, though, as I've said for many years, I, I don't, as a whole, I really don't trust many coaches at all in short yardage situations. Yeah. That's why all the talk about you got to, and I love McDermott going for it, and some of their play calling was great last night. But the fourth down stuff that people automatically say, well, come on, you got to go for it every single time. So you trust fourth and short from a lot of these teams? I don't. Let's follow the money here on Beast and so much more to get into yet from the weekend. Uh, more on the Packers' loss and uh, some of these numbers now, overall betting wise, after another crazy weekend, we'll run down three coming up. VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. VSEN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new big game, big dance special. You get all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now, get our daily best bet emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming big game and college hoops betting guides, and full access to VSEN.com. VSEN.com slash big deal. To sign up today. Isn't that something from Saturday? How, yes, the special teams, disaster all year long for the Packers. I'd say that's reason number one why they lost the game. But how you have this team at home and the defense, by the way, I went back and looked at the Packers down the stretch from like the last eight games of the season. If you throw out the game with Mannion, the defense was awful and they were allowing like seven yards per play or more in some of the games, which is just as bad as it gets in the NFL. Uh, and the defense stepped up, and they brought their A game, and they were terrific. They had all these guys coming back. Uh, on paper, right now, maybe the best roster in the entire league, and the offense is the unit that lets them down? Again, that I can't get the Mercedes-Lewis fumble should get more attention than almost anything from the entire weekend. Getting zero. Zero attention. Monster. The Packers went, uh, went three and out or had one first down on seven of their final eight drives. Yep. Put the game away, Rodgers. Please put the game away. Yeah, and you go back Couldn't and get look. a first down, and then he takes oh. the sack on third down, and then the result, Michael's right. They're not even trying to block the punt. Oh, no, no. That just comes in. He's oh, spot on with that. Kind of like the courtesy. Well, I'll just put the hand up, and he gets it. Yep. 
gets it, and then it's like uh, it's a total gift where the ball went flying. There isn't a Packer within, I don't know, 15 yards the way it feels. And there's like four guys there to scoop it if they wanted to, and they're easy touchdown. And they, they won the game in regulation. Yep. The run, I, how about, yeah, the, the run to Sam. They're not even in field goal range yet. Yeah. The run to Samuel on third and seven. Third and seven. Drops Again. early. I mean, the Kittle drop, the oh. Jennings drop. And then Kittle makes the catch on the sideline. But that was been a big play. Uh, it's just, you just, the, the, the game, the two games Saturday, you cannot lose no. Tennessee and Green Bay. You can't do it. Totally agree. And, and Tannehill, another one. Because of what happened yesterday, no one's talking about Tannehill. First play of the game, interception. <laughs> Last pass, interception. At least go to overtime there. Sure. Don't give them the ball at midfield with that throw. The uh, the middle interception. You're in the red zone. Yep. What do you? Ah, uh, he misses Brown wide open deep. Would have been a touchdown or a big play. Misses him. Isn't that funny? Because oh, week God. 18, I remember coming on the air and singing his praises because he was so good against the Texans. He was the best player in the field by a mile that day. He was great. He was terrible. And then he just, you know, oh. they get the bye week. They get the bye week to prepare. And as Michael Lombardi said, you practice that first play 15 times and he throws an INT. Right. What the hell is that? Oh, the, yeah. Henry back. Great rushing attack. We're coming out throwing. Right? Terrible pass. So was the last interception. All three were horrible interceptions. You get nine you get- sacks from the defense. You ate the entire day. You are just. Yep. It's a bloodbath. On that offensive line, and you're killing Joe Burrow, and you lose the game at home. They converted one third down. Oh, one. God. They well, were one of eight on third down. So, you're right about the Packers. Get a first down. Go back and look at the box score from the 49ers. They kept showing the graphic on Fox that night. They had minus 10 yards or whatever. In the, I don't think they picked up a first down until the six-minute mark of the second quarter. I mean, it, it was you were getting a gift from your defense for the Packers, just like go down and score one more time. And I, again, I can say it. I can't prove it. Yep. I am convinced the team was going to go down there and score again. Um, and then Mercedes Lewis just fumbles the ball. Well, so there is, uh, like Lombardi said, like anything underneath the hill, is you can't defend it. It's yep. too fast, yep. right? And how good he is. The, the most unstoppable play in football right now is quarterback sneak and just have the guy like the Rams did, then you get the push. Yeah. Get the push. So your point earlier, well, fourth and inches, we're going to fourth and one, we're going. And then you're just going to run the ball and get blown. I mean, they know it's coming. Yeah. Henry, stuff, not even close. The Tannehill play, not even close. The Niners, before the block punt, fourth and one, not even close. Not even close. Because that was important because they, uh, they probably were going to punt or kick a field goal. Right, right. But then they got like a nine-yard pass on third down. Not even close. When they know it's coming, they can sell out and stuff. Just have the quarterback sneak it and then put the guy in motion or just have the running back come in and then the push, the bush, push. Yep. Can't stop it. Yep. Cannot stop well, that. Well, so in terms of overall creativity, that's why looking forward to this week, like if if Garoppolo was playing just a tick better, I would really like to – and I have, again, I have the 49ers at 100 to 1. I have them, I have them on several tickets to, to win the Super Bowl, going all the way back to last year on draft day. Uh, but I don't love them because of how that – and they have so many weapons. That's the reason why I love this team. And I wanted them to draft Kyle Pitts number three overall last year. Uh, I made my case many, many times on the air just because you couple him with Samuel, who's a total freak, and Kittle. And now they're coming up with these creative plays to get Trent Williams in motion. Like, that's not going to be a thing against the Rams? And how they can maybe knock Jimmy. Miller off the edge like that and help him, you know, just... Oh, oh that Jim, was... The Jimmy interception. Oh, I know. oh Jimmy. Look at right. Jimmy. Well, oh, by the way... Jim- Jimmy Garoppolo probably could have had like three pick sixes in that game. Oh, I know. Yes. What's the guy for Green Bay doing? He's not looking at the ball. Yep. Oh, my God. How are you not not looking right at it? That's a pick six. It's on a platter. Yep. He's not looking at it. And 
They're okay. going to make the hit. Now looking at the ball, it's a pick six. I, am I wrong on this? Is that my imagination? Why did Aaron Jones in that 75-yard completion, why did he cut it back in? It's like the Sean Jackson. I don't uh, recall I, that. I think that was against the Chiefs. That but, whole sequence, my God. But J- Jones is running. He's the got the entire sideline. Right. He's like, oh, I'm going to stop here real quick, and I'll cut it right back towards the two defenders. What are you doing? Why would you cut it back in? Did, he, did they have the sideline? I don't I recall. Thought he, I, I don't recall. There was no, put it the this blown way. coverage. Put it this way, there was no point to do what he did. In, at least well, that's what I thought from watching it several well, times. Yeah, it's also about trust what Michael said. If he's through to two guys, Jones and Adams. I have that in my notes. He had one pass to Lazard uh, that resulted in a first down. The dump off to Lewis. Other than that, he didn't throw to anybody Here else. you go. He had 20 completions. Jones and Adams combined for 18 catches. Oh, my God. There it is. The trust issues again. Yep. And I'm going to the hero ball. I'm just going to throw. He, that's another one. Uh, New, uh, uh, Norman's in the game. It's a, because of the injuries. Yeah, that's right. And he, he's got Adams wide open. Well, he's open. Horrible throw. Throws it at his feet. Yeah. He's got him lined up on Norman. Yep. And they tried it again, but then he was sacked because the Niners knew oh, we, whether we're throwing at Norman. They know what they're going to do. He can't cover you. He blew that one, too. Yep. Rodgers stunk. A horrible job by Rodgers. Yep. Three that's points after the first drive. That's it. Three points. Come on. As much as we make it about the special teams, and I'm with you, the Niners aren't going to score. It's going to be a 10-3 oh, yeah, final. No. Get a, put the game away. Right, right. Score. Put it this way. I mean, yes, the, the special teams is the main reason why Green Bay lost the game. But the offense and Rodgers, they were just completely miserable in that game. Yeah. You get to put the Jimmy G back up too, guys? That tweet? That's crazy. The Jimmy G thing now? <laughs> Five. Oh, about not throwing a touchdown? Yeah. Like nine and two? Here it is. He's nine and two when he doesn't throw a touchdown. And he's 3-0 and in the playoffs when that doesn't happen. <laughs> but you're right. Embarrassment of riches. So much talent. Oh, they're just God. they're completely loaded. And get, you know, come on now. Uh, where are these people? I want you got to give Shanahan credit. They were 3-5. and five. Oh, yeah? Ton of injuries. Yep. Oh, he, he saw Mitchell. He knew the talent. He didn't want uh, Trey Lance. He saw the talent with Mitchell, too. I mean, it's just so... Uh, the no, running game's right. sick. How he's using Samuel. Bringing in Ayuk. Kittle. God. I guess that's the scary part when you try to look forward to this Rams game. Again, they've beaten the Rams six straight times. Shanahan is 7-3 ATS against McVay. That is going to be a 49ers home field, I would think, based on what we saw in Week 18. I know what you said earlier about the tickets and how they want to keep people out. They're not going to be able to keep 49ers fans out of the stadium. They can do a better job, though. They can, yeah. With this, how they're going to do this. With a little billing, bit. Billing zip code. But the team just won a football game in the playoffs on the road without scoring an offensive touchdown. Their offense can only get better. The offense was non-existent. Think about, about that. I, I'll give you one more. Yeah. This is going to be four consecutive mm-hmm. road games for the 49ers. I know. And seven out of the last nine. Yeah. Yes. I hated the spot. But, I hated the spot Saturday. Oh, yeah. He's going to catch up with them? Yep. And what does McVay do? What does Boy Genius do? They should be able to throw on him. And you dominated the first half of the last game. Sure. That this established the run business. Do you trust Akers? You can't put him on a field. After he fumbled twice now? Yeah. I, I'm I'm not so sure about that. Trying to run the clock out, you were going to run the clock out, and he fumbles at the one yard line. Uh-huh. Yeah, trust that. No, I will say this though: the Niners do have an extra day, right? So they got back to California. The Rams flew all the way across the country. They got to come back from Florida, um, and it is a very short trip for the 49ers to make. Obviously, what is that? About a 45 yeah. minute flight? It's all working out for them. It's all coming up, Stafford. It's all coming up, Roses. Oh, that's that's the you, yeah. You're the four I, seed, and you host the NFC title game, and, and then he, you get the Super Bowl at home. I was really hoping, really hoping they would open Rams two and a half. Yeah, that was a pipe dream. Green Bay scores on their first drive, seven nothing. 
the Niners don't score an offensive touchdown, Packers lose. Yeah. Huh. Oh. And and the Lambeau mystique again. Gone. Shot. Gone. And it's been gone for a long time. It's like 20 years now. Seven and seven last 14 home playoff games. Yep. Are you with me, though? It's just, it's time to end this whole thing. Trade right. See, this organization, well, they've screwed cap, up the entire time. Sure, these cap issues. I know. I mean, you're 40 million over the cap. If, what, what, if you're they, not going to give Adams 30 million, are no, you? No, no. But if they traded Rodgers in the offseason, what could they still get for the guy? He's going to win back to back MVPs. As a regular, he's Peyton Manning. He's Drew Brees, is who he is. Unbelievable regular season quarterback. And again, just oodles of failures in the postseason. Yeah, that's historic. He's 0-4 against the Niners in the playoffs. Yeah, correct. 0-4. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's see what you can get for him. Yeah, go to Denver. You know. Yep. Make that happen. Get a couple of first-round picks if you can. I don't think that's that far-fetched. Up next, we will recap, again, some of the betting numbers from the weekend. Once again, uh, point spreads don't matter. Details on that coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Combine same game parlays from different games to give even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today. Explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21 playable in Jersey as play Sugar House. Okay, how about the end of the uh, the Bengals Titans game again? And how good again? Good kicker overall. My God, he's turning into one of the best kickers in football all of a sudden. <laughs> Evan McPherson. And uh, the game winner, he had four on the day. People laughed at the draft pick. Yep. Remember that? Yep. Well, he was the one kicker taken, I believe. Got it right with him anyway. What a leg. This is Joe Burrow on McPherson and what he said after the game. Defense played unbelievable. And, you know, we made plays when we needed to on offense. It wasn't always pretty, but, you know, we got the job done. I mean, like I've said all year, we've, we can win a lot of different ways. Defense came up strong today. 
Uh, unbelievable. He said, uh, yeah, it looks like we're going to go to the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Look at this. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Look at that. How can that happen? Okay, yeah, this, so here's one more soundbite from Burrow again. Look at that. He knocks the top off the bottle. What? Oh. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Come on. Oh. That guy's unbelievable. He said, so he was talking to Brandon as he was going out to kick. He gave a little warm-up swing, and he said, ah, it looks like we're going to the AFC Championship right before he went out there to kick it. Kick like new? Tucker. Yeah, like Tucker. Same type of confidence. All right, that's so, over. He hits, uh, yeah, he hits from 52, 54. And uh, 45, and the game winner from 52. I mean, that, that just, he's a, he's a reason they won the game. Oh, he was fantastic. I mean, come on, what a luxury to have. It's just like, okay, well, good enough. Uh, that, send them out there, make it, that's it. And the Titans had absolutely no answer for this, the 10 yard pass to Higgins. They killed I'm, tell- all I'm game. telling you, they could have sacked him 13 times. Yeah. If you didn't give them the 10 yard cushion where they could just dink and dunk, and it was just easy for uh, Burrow there. Uh, and then, you know, they had the long plat- pass play early to, uh, to Chase. Uh, but Jesus, Tennessee, my God. And who knows what A.J. Brown does? Remember, Tannehill has him wide open deep. He misses him. Yep. He had a buck 42. He would have had 200 yards. I think so. It's another one. They could have won the game. But t- you can't lose that game if you're Tennessee. Oh, no. My God. The defense was so good. How are they going to slow down Kansas City now? I know they, what well, just happened when they beat him at home, but now with up, Taylor's got to fix the pass protection. We, we talked about it Friday that Burrow was sacked over 50 times this year. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, they, they just get, do the same thing, right? In terms of how it worked with Higgins, I, I want the ball in Jamar Chase's hands within like a second of the play developing, right? Yeah. Just get it to him on screens, quick passes, the entire thing. Let him make something happen with his feet. Because they, how were the Chiefs, how will that Chiefs secondary neutralize or slow down his weapons? I bet that's the one bet I've made so far on Championship Sunday. I bet the over 53.5. Now, again, the Westgate here in Las Vegas opened 50.5. That lasted for, I think, eight minutes before it was gone. Yeah. The 34 31, they just played. Right. Burrow torched them. Okay. Especially so Chase, too. Many reasons to subscribe to VSIN. You know, Point Spread Weekly is so good. The digital magazine we produce, it's out every week by Wednesday or Thursday. It's, uh, you can subscribe today at slash subscribe. But Steve Mackinnon's numbers this time of year, phenomenal. So divisional trends by seed. And he pointed out, going into the games, teams fight all season long to have home field advantage throughout their conference playoffs. But that advantage has not lasted long as number one seeds, now after the weekend, are 25-13 and 13 straight up and 13-24-1 and one ATS since 2004. The struggle is real. Making matters worse for number one seeds is their record versus number six seeds for some reason. As in that matchup, the home teams are now 11 and 7 straight up and 5, 12, and 1 ATS since 2006. Niners, of course, got there again on Saturday night. Number one seeds playing as small home favorites, seven points or lower, are now 4, 11, and 1. ATS in the divisional round. And as you pointed out earlier, Paulie, the magic number is 27. Yep. Failing to reach the 27-point mark has left home teams now 
with an 18 and 22 straight up mark and an ATS record of 632 and 2 since 2002. That's nuts. So if they get to 27 points, it's automatic in these games. But if you don't, it's the complete opposite. Yeah, we've been on a nice run here where a lot of home teams have won in this divisional round. Uh, I think it's uh, two or three times since 05 where you had the 4-0 and sweep. But uh, the second-round stink bomb, again, reared its ugly head. Someone coming off a bye or a uh, two-seed. And I would think they've changed the format. But at home, it's just what transpired with the, the two one-seeds going down for the first time since 2010 yep. on the same day. And, and they both look pathetic in doing so. And they both should have won the game. I mean, you, just, you can't lose those games, Tennessee and Green Bay. And that would have been, you know, I feel bad for Buffalo, too. I mean, that was the, uh, uh, Buffalo going to Tennessee for the AFC title game, a rematch of the fantastic game they had earlier this year. But that's, you're right. That's why you, you put all this work in. You earn the one seed. You beat all those playoff teams. You're getting healthy at the right time. And that's what happens. Yep. Yep. Also, the point spread doesn't matter. If you go back to wild card weekend, that really is where it doesn't matter. Yeah. But in the wild card weekend, it's now on a 54-7-1 ATS run. Uh, the outright winner. It just, it's, uh, they also are now, because it happened in all four games, it's 33-10-1 in the last 44 divisional playoff games. Outright winner covering ATS. The point spread hasn't mattered one time so far in the postseason. Not once. Mm-hmm. Road dogs in the plus 3.5 to plus 9.5 range. Very good again. Going into the weekend, 22 14 and 1 ATS. Last 37 tries. And those two numbers each got there on Saturday. Bengals were sitting there at three and a half or four, and the Niners for five and a half or six at that, at that spot. So they each got there in those two games. And in the last 25 matchups between number one seeds and a wild card team or a road winner from the prior weekend, under the total is now 28 and 1 with the home teams. This was going into the weekend, only averaging 22.7 points per game. That's going to come down. Titans only scored 16. Packers scored 10. And the Packers, as you said, 9 to 1, lowest scoring team of the weekend. Got to be higher. Yeah, yeah. Right. 9 to 1. That pathetic showing. I can't, I can't believe they could. And a great job by the 49ers. Incredible job defensively. But after the first drive, and then with the Lewis fumble was enormous. Yep. Uh, good job pointing that out. How big but do you think the you Dylan look, injury was? Uh, they couldn't get, I, I don't know, three and out? Or had one first down, seven of the last eight drives? Yep. That's embarrassing. It's just That's a joke. Can't and, happen. And he's, again, he's missing, he's, he's, why aren't you throwing to the wide open guy? Happened several times. Forcing it to Adams. Looking at something that isn't there. Double coverage. Look at the Felica yep. tweet. Yep. Fumble, punt, 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 block, field goal, punt, field goal, block, punt, punt, three and out. God. It's it's crazy the way these matchups unfold, right? Because the Chiefs, honestly, probably should be going to Tennessee this weekend, or the Bills, whatever, like you said, should be going to Tennessee this weekend to play in the AFC title game. And who knows, maybe Tennessee would be <clears throat> capable of holding down home field and win that game. And as I said earlier in today's show, I was going to bet alternate point spreads with the Packers against the Rams. I, I would have loved Green Bay against the Rams. Sure. Loved them. Sure. Now I think the Rams are going to go to the Super Bowl with a good chance to uh-huh. win the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. it took the entire year, but finally, here you go, for the people back in March who said, oh, they got to be the favorites to win the NFC. Now they're the favorites. Not until, not until last night 
It took the entire year for them to become the favorites in the NFC. Yeah. And how bad was Stafford down the stretch? Led the league in interceptions. Oh, in the regular season. Led, right. Led the league in, in, in pick sixes. Horrible performance against the Vikings that they won. But it's you, you also see it, though. It's an all-star team. I mean, they have so much talent on that team. And it just, the stars have aligned here. Yep. They get the four seed. They, they, they blow it by losing to the 49ers week 18. They get the four, and now they're hosting the NFC title game and maybe the Super Bowl. They get a, a banged-up Tampa team at the right time. Packers stubbed their toe. But that was also what Lombardi said about the trust. No Godwin, no Brown. Didn't want to throw it to these other guys. Are you going to kill your Matthew Stafford narrative? Well, he played great. was great, but it's one game. I mean, he didn't do he, he was He played well against Arizona, but it was more just running the ball, and Murray gave it to him. But uh, if he wins Sunday, then he exercises the demons. Yeah, he go, he's going to a Super Bowl. He was awesome. Oh, he was so good yesterday. Well, it was, I, I can't who knows believe, what he puts why up would at McVay, McVay, I don't know. Yeah, why would McVay coach was, that way? Yeah, there was what no are you doing? Yep. Oh, that was sick. Hot hand. He yes, was dialed right, in. Right. They had no answer for Cup either. No, no, zero. Lombardi's right. That final drive. How's he wide open? I don't, what are you doing? I don't know. No, no need Great. to blitz, by the way, because Stewart had pressure on Stafford on his own. Yeah. Uh, we'll recap a lot of the fun props that were available in that cash over the week. And uh, coming up next here and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.